Welcome to this week's podcast by Celebration Church Rarotonga. We believe this message will empower and equip you to live a life of breakthrough. Thanks for joining us. This morning I'm going to share a bit about the Holy Spirit and a bit about what I feel God is um, doing amongst us as a church, as a family, what God is wanting to do. And what God is doing is... Um, He's wanting to strip away kind of the surface. He's wanting to get down deep into the areas that's happening in our life. And over the last few weeks in the life of the church, we've had some really awesome touch from God. Like over, I know the ladies had an awesome, awesome time over Women's Encounter. God really moved powerfully. The Sunday before that, we had, had a revival weekend. We had an awesome touch of the Spirit of God. And I believe these things aren't just milestones that we can look back to in life and we can go back and be the same, but these are invitations. The, the encounter with God, what God is doing now, the outpouring of God, the movements of God, uh, invitations to us to come up to a new level in Him, to live in a new way than Him. God doesn't, when, when we meet with God, like this, this is, a, as a, in our life, there's like two, there's like two major, major moments in our life. The f- one of them is this, is we all die. That's the big thing when, it, when we die. And the next, next big moment is that we give our life to Jesus Christ. And each and every one of us have We've got to come to a place where we experience and we encounter Jesus for ourselves in a living and a real place. And that God is alive for us in a supernatural way. And I believe that every Christian can hear the voice of God for themselves, can uh, talk with the voice of God, they can have friendship with the Holy Spirit. I believe that each one of us can tangibly feel the things of God. And um, the thing about God is God is not, um, it's not just for some and not others, but the gift of God is for all. I love it. it says that the Holy Spirit is a promise to all who have been called. talks about that in Acts. And, um, God, God, these things are an invitation for us to come up to a new level. And when we meet with God, when we meet with God, that's just not a once-off experience. But it's, a, it's an invitation for us to change. It's an invitation for us to be better. It's an invitation for us to live in a totally new dimension, a totally new realm. And so what, what God is doing is... Uh, God is inviting us, the Holy Spirit is inviting us up, calling us up to a new place in Him, calling us into deeper friendship with Him. And um, it's amazing what can take place when we, um, when we unplug and we get real with God. Like, like an encounter weekend, what we're doing is we are unplugging from the world and we're plugging into God. And um, like in, in the Bible times, um, the best way, like in say Daniel's time in the Bible, the best way to indulge your flesh was food. Like you just get... They had the delicacies of the time, the, the beautiful meats and all that kind of stuff and um, build your flesh. That's our best way to indulge. But now we've got so many much, we've got way more options now to indulge our flesh. I mean, like you watch TV series and Netflix and social media and all this kind of stuff. And that doesn't build our spirit, it builds up our flesh. And uh, I, I, was, I saw this thing, the statistic the other day, two hours a day is the average a person spends on social media. So if we live 80 years, someone worked it out, that's six years of our life. You know, that's, that's pretty full on, six years. And I think, I thought two hours, I think that's a bit, that's on the lighter side of things. Come home, like you probably spend an hour during the day just like when you're doing life, walking down the street, on your phone, scrolling on your phone, you get home, that's when you like dedicate your time, like right. Facebook, two hours, let's go. And you're scrolling through and liking and watching videos and all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't really build our spirit. It builds and indulges our flesh. But as I said, there's so many things that can indulge our flesh. The rubbish on social media, TV series, TV, music, food too. I mean, like we can still 
get a good good feed today. Think about like man, like I'm a, I, I love like with cheeseburgers. That's just the best. And I figured out that the hack, the way to do it, is you obviously go at night time because you can't see the dirty tables, and then. And then on Friday nights, there's this Fijian lady that cooks behind there. She's amazing. She's so good. And um, the key is don't get tomato sauce with your um, which is no tomato sauce because it's like too many, too many soloists and not enough in the choir. Too many people trying to play the part. You just want the wet to like have the solo. And so you open it up. I love it that they, they wrap it in tin foil and then out it comes. You've got this wet cheeseburger and it's sitting in a puddle of just like... Um, like rain from heaven, it's amazing. <laughs> and then so th- this is what you do, you lift it up, and you've got your, got your lake of wet, you pour your chips into the lake, and then you eat your wet cheese over the chips, and then you've got like a second rain coming down <laughs> on your chips. Finish that wet cheese, those chips are like, that's good, so that, that, that's, that's just palace, but we can all think of creative ways to like, indulge our flesh and stuff, but when we unplug from the things of this world, when we unplug from the friendships, from the, um, unplug from this, unplug from all that kind of stuff, we give space for God to speak to us. We give space for God to speak into our life, and I believe that is what um, God is doing, and as, as you know, um, by my love of wet cheese, I'm, I'm no dietitian, like, I don't, I don't know much, and I think today we've got, we've got more experts than healthy people, um, um, but I was talking to my mate, uh, he was, um, he's real fit and healthy, but he was talking about um, this thing called intermittent fasting, and you may have heard of it. Um, but basically, um, basically, I think what happens is you, um, I haven't really done it, but you, uh, what do you do? You, you eat for like a period of eight hours in the day, and the rest of the day you just don't eat and you fast, and you eat less calories, and so you burn. Science works, and you lose weight. Um, but um, he said one of the reasons is it actually gives our organs rest instead of processing food for 24 hours a day. It actually gives them rest to do some of the other functions that they were created to do to detox and cleanse the body, um, which is quite interesting. Um, but we need to do that with our souls. We need to give our souls some rest so that they can be detoxed and clean our bodies so that we can hear and receive from God. And I think we need to detox our bodies on the weekly. Like have time where we unplug on, on the weekend, uh, on the weekly, which is good. But we have the opportunity to respond and push deeper, or we can just continue on. If we if we are to respond, we need to make space for God. And um, I think to receive everything that God has for us, we need to be real. And uh, yeah, like I noticed over, over the couple of the week, last couple of weeks, like lots of issues in our life have been coming up. And I think, man, this is good. We're, we're getting a touch from God, and then he's bringing out to the surface. He's bringing up to the surface all the issues and the junk, and it's good because God wants to deal with that. God wants to get to the, um, <laughs> to the nitty-gritty. You see Nacho Libre? He goes, we need to get to the nitty-gritty. Um, but he wants to get to the deep areas, the motivations, the, um, the, the stuff in our life that really pushes us the drives, the agendas that we have, the small areas of the unclean, the little stuff that no one sees that we can, we can probably do life and no one would ever know. We can do life and no one ever know we're the worst for it, but we've got those little areas. And as we encounter God, that stuff is coming up to the surface. And um, sometimes real is ugly, but ugly is good. 
ugly is good. And because, like, when, when we're not real, we're operating in pride. You know, the Bible said God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And we humble ourselves and pray God will heal our land. And we real, he heal. And so, uh, yeah, I, pre- I prepared that one. Um, but if, if we are real, he will heal us. But if we, we're faking it, then we don't give room or space for God to heal us in our life. And so I want to encourage us as a church, let's be as real as we can be. Let's, let's talk and be open and say, look, I've got issues because um, we all got issues. And there's a danger in our life as we get to the place where we assume that um, the messages aren't for us. We assume, oh, last week encouraged, I'm a courageous guy, so that's not, not for me. That's for the others or whatever. No, 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 no. The word of God that comes is for us. The change that needs to come is for us. And um, if God is not working in you, why would God be working through you, through into others? And um, it's all too easy to hide behind positions. We can, we can hide behind being a CG leader. We can hide behind being in a service role by being on the band. We can hide behind the responsibilities that God has given us. We can hide behind the encounters that we've had with God. And say, oh yeah, God's done this with me two years ago. God did something awesome and did work of forgiveness. And think, yeah, I'm done with forgiveness. No, 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 there's more that God wants to do inside of us. And I believe this is that um, God doesn't deal with us all in one hit because I don't think we can actually handle it. Like, I don't think we can handle God to take us from nothing to perfect in one go. But we need God, it's, it's layers, like we are ogres. And um, we have layers. And God peels back the layers. He does the big stuff. And then he begins to tune and tune and tune us until we are sounding amazing. And so it's, it's a process for that, like that. And um, one of the worst things we can do is get to a place where we get to a level and assume we don't need God anymore. It's all too easy to hide behind position. I'm a CG leader. I'm a step ahead. I serve. I'm in the band. Um, I mean, if God is not working in us, what right do we have to be ministering to others? That, yeah, and... Because, yeah, it's true. We assume that the messages aren't for me. Our rejection, that's not for me. Forgiveness, oh yeah, I've already forgiven. Purity, oh yeah, I don't watch porn, so that automatically means I don't have a lust problem. No, 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 there's deeper areas of purity and cleanness that God wants to do inside of our heart. And so in this time, in this season, let's allow God to move inside of us. Let's allow God to pull up those areas. And it's not easy. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's whatever. But the surgery hurts, but coming out, we get healed, we get stronger, we get better out of it. And um, I'm, this Friday, I'm going to um, get my wisdom teeth out. Tiari went this week, and she tested it. It's all good. And so I'm going to go and, because uh, my tooth's on its side, and I've been putting it off for years. And I know there's going to be a lot of pain, And because um, last time, I had this German guy in there, at, um, in Tupapa down there, and uh, he was yanking it out and trying to get it out. And he goes, mate, this... Um, this is full on. If, like the first one, it's crazy. Um, at the t- we're just going to talk about dental stuff for the next five minutes. But the first one, he just yanks it out, the top wisdom tooth. I'm like, man, that's, that's disgusting how quick he can get them out. He could go yank, 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 and be like, ooh. <laughs> but um, fortunately, the bottom one took ages, and it was like, oh, at least the bottom's strong. And um, 45 minutes, and he's like, trying to get it out. And your m- mouth is all numb, and he's like, oh. Um, so this Friday, I know I'm going to be in a bit of pain. They're going to cut it open and get it out. But afterwards, the long-term pain is going to be gone. 
because um, I had some steak for breakfast. The other thing was a, um, it was a work thing. And, uh, and, uh, and then afterwards, I'm like, I've got some stuff stuck in my tooth. I can't get it out. And then I was fishing it out. Nothing was coming out. And just the pain and the pain and the pain. I'm like, man, I've been putting this off for a year. I need to get this out. I need to deal with my teeth because otherwise it's going to be long-term pain. It's going to cause long-term damage because, you know, it pushes against and then your whole teeth come around with that kind of stuff. But when God wants to deal with an area, let's deal now because there might not be a later. Let's deal now. When God is, God doesn't always speak to us about areas, but if God's speaking now, let's deal now. And um, like, we, we can't, we can't, I don't think we can uh, put God in our calendar. We can't put God, oh, for the rest of the year, I'm just going to chill and the things of God and a couple of years time, I'll really get my life right with God. No, no, no. When God speaks, we need to respond. Deal now, because there might not be a later, um, which is good. But I know, um, as, as I said, are we high behind the past encounters with God? Like when I was a young guy, God did a real big work of rejection in me. I used to worry what people think. I used to, um, man, I used to compare myself all the time. I, it was a big stronghold in my life. And God really set me free over an encounter weekend. God really dealt with the roots inside of my life. But I can't hide behind that. And I know now, being real, that God is dealing with areas of rejection right now in my life. Like the... The comparisons, am I happy that someone else does well? If someone else does good at something I'm good at, what is my response? Those motivations. Um, I put this, I thought this was good. If there's an issue with someone else doing good at the stuff we're good at, and we, have, uh, we get hit a bit, like I'm a singer and I'm not, but um, <laughs> I'm a singer and oh, but someone else is a really good singer as well. If we get threatened, if we get hit, you know what, we've got, we've got an identity problem because we're putting our identity into our talents. Um, but this, yeah, this is what God's speaking to me. Does the way I talk in conversations, does it bend the conversation about me, my life, my achievements, my funny experiences, or am I genuinely interested in what's going on in other people's life? Do I focus too much, as James, on getting things perfect to the detriment of others? Do I, um, the French, in my friendships, am I, the way I am in my friendships, do I give more than I take? Is the way I joke, does it build people up or does it tear people down? Does it, um, am I too adamant in my opinions that I can't recognize other ideas? Am I absent in conversations with other people? This is what I feel God's speaking to me about, to dealing inside of me. And um, yeah, the things of God does not deal with us. We don't, God doesn't deal with the things of us in one hit, but he opens up the layers and yeah, which is good. But now is the time. There might not be a later and uh I believe this is that as real as we can be, we need to be real. And um, we need to be honest and open about the hurt inside of our life. Like we have been hurt. And uh, we are family. And the truth of the matter is family, we hurt each other. And that's this just life. And I'm not going to say it's a good thing, but it's a true thing. Like in family, if you were to take a random bunch of people, did a draft, called in 100 people from around the world, and then put them in one place, got them to do life with each other, people would be hurt. Why? Because we're humans. You know, we say the first thing that's at the top of our brains. We are, our tongues are wild. We joke about each other. We don't realize it. Um, we say the first thing that comes to the top of our minds. We've all got rejection, so we misinterpret people's intentions. We see the worst in them. People forget about us. We're like, oh, they don't like me, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
we're thinking people got beef with us, but they don't. They just, you know, we, we see the worst in situations. We accidentally say things um, that uh, can hurt others. Like the book of James, it says this, talks about if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect. That's, that's pretty full on. It says no man, no woman can control the tongue. The tongue is a weapon. And the, like, we probably all got punched and slapped and wrestled at school, but we don't carry those scars today. The biggest scars we carry is the words. We remember the words that were said in school. Like, there's none of us have a black eye here this morning. Oh, yeah, that was third grade. Oh, Johnny gave me a shiner. Nah, nah, but we, we, carry, we carry shiners on our heart because, you know, um, Johnny said that we're ugly or Johnny said we're not good or he mocked our generals or whatever. But we need to be real about this, real about the hurt inside of our life and real that um, this stuff happens. I'm not excusing any of this stuff, but that's it. We are just humans and stuff happens. The Bible says offenses must come. And being a Christian doesn't mean we don't get hurt. That's just a total lie. But being a Christian means we deal with hurt biblically. And I, I believe this is that the best way to get healing, the first step to healing is the tool of forgiveness, is that we can choose to forgive, that God has given us the ability to forgive no matter how crazy, no matter how bad, no matter how wrong, how hurt we are, we can forgive. We've been given the power to forgive. Our ability to forgive is what actually makes us a Christian. That's how you recognize those that are Christians and those that aren't, is that we forgive those that have hurt us and you may have heard of a story, um, I'll pull it up, um, in Melbourne about a month ago, um, there was a young boy, he was Tongan, I think Solomon was his name, he was walking in the park, and I think he's only 15, and a group of six guys, 13 to 16 year olds, stabbed him to death, and he died there at the park. And um, the, the first thing that came out from the story, his father and mother said, if the father said this, we don't know those boys, but I love those boys, and I forgive those boys. We bless those boys. And I'm thinking, man, and you look into the further, Christians. They go to the church. They said, we used to go to church every Sunday, and we know when we go to church, the spirit of our son will be there with us. I think I actually got a photo of him. He said he was a love, loving guy, a really awesome guy, and um, he walked and did his life. And But this is the power of Jesus Christ, is that as much as Jesus on the cross forgave the people that have hurt him, we can forgive people to the exact same degree. We can forgive people to the exact same degree. And here's us, someone says something to us, people, we misunderstand other people, we do whatever, and we hold unforgiveness in their life. And here's these Christians who their son was murdered by a bunch of boys, and they say, we bless them, we forgive them, we love those boys. I mean, that's powerful. There's power in that. And I don't care who you are on the face of the earth. We, we, there's power in that. And the, the, the thing of the situation is those boys are probably going to get off. The legally minors, I haven't looked into the whole legal thing, but I th the youngest is 13, so they're probably going to get off. They'll probably go to a juvie school, but they're going to get off. And think about this. This is kind of crazy. Yeah, you're like, this is controversial, but you know me. Um, this is how weird the world is. Like, a 13-year-old can decide to get a sex change, but can't decide that murdering someone is wrong. You know, like, um, those guys are going to get us, but the love and, um, and the nature of Jesus inside of that family to say, 
we forgive those boys. We release them from the debt. They don't owe us nothing. They don't owe us, owe us anything. You can uh, take that down. It's good. But they don't owe us anything at all. And uh, that's the heart of forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And that's the essence of Christianity is that God has forgiven us, so we forgive the world. We wake up and we forgive the world. Forgiveness is a daily decision that we wake up and people, like we're going to get hurt. That's a matter of the factors and we get hurt by the people that are closest to us. Like <laughs> driving on the bike and some random says, hey, you're dumb. It's, who cares? But um, go home after work and your wife or your husband says, baby, you're dumb. That's going to cut you deep. That's going to cut you deep. And uh, like legit, try it. We'll have some testimonies next week. Yeah, cuts deep, real deep. <laughs> When's the next encounter weekend? <laughs> Let's put it on next week. But you know, we get hurt by the people that are closest to us. And uh, yeah, but the way to move forward, I believe in this time, the way to move forward is that we must have friendship with the Holy Spirit, is that we walk each day with the Holy Spirit. And I, I put this, I love this. The experiences of the Holy Spirit are a byproduct of the friendship with, ho- with the Holy Spirit. And we can have awesome experiences with Him, but that comes when we walk in daily friendship with Him. And uh, God's been speaking to me about walking with the Holy Spirit. And as a church, we need to walk with Him. We need to talk with Him. We need to commune with Him. We need to unplug so that we can have uh, space with Him. Uh, as I said, I'm going to read that scripture again. We read it at the start. I'm going to start earlier. Galatians 5, verse 16. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of the Spirit, or the opposite of the Holy Spirit wants. And the Holy Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Holy Spirit, you are not under the obligations of the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are clear. Sexual morality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's, that's fact. That's truth. We need to realize that if that is our lifestyle, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. And the Lord spoke to me at the start of the year about... Um, if we are struggling with the same sin year after year, over and over again, what evidence of there is there of our salvation? What evidence is there that God is living on the inside of us? There's a, um, I won't go into it, but if God is inside of us, sin has no hold on us anymore, that we are able to live out of the Holy Spirit. Um, let, me, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
There's no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucify them there. Since we are living by the Holy Spirit, let us follow the Holy Spirit's leading and part of our lives. Let us, let us not become conceited or provoke one another or jealous of one another. And if we live with the Holy Spirit, if we live in friendship with the Holy Spirit, we will live a godly life. The fruit of the Holy Spirit will come out of us. And when we talk about living in the Spirit, people are like, oh yeah, that's just reading your Bible and praying. No, no, no. Living in the Holy Spirit is living in friendship with the Holy Spirit. It's walking, it's not about doing stuff, it's about walking with the person of the Holy Spirit. And when we walk with Him, the good stuff just comes. The good stuff just naturally comes. Um, but we, we try, and we always try and do it backwards because, well, I don't know, we get things wrong. But like, oh, I'll be good and then I can have relationship with God. No, 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 we, we have relationship with God and the fruit flows through us. The fruit flows through us. When we know God, it all comes through with us. And so I want to encourage us as a church is that we walk with the friendship of the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. He cleans us. He heals us. He speaks to us. He encourages us. He gives us boldness. He gives us power. He hears us. He listens to us. He understands us. He shares his life with us. He lives in us. He's always with us. This is the Holy Spirit that we need and we need to walk with. And um, I don't know about you, but if we're being real, it's so easy to get dry. It's so easy to just walk and do our life without him. But I'll tell you what, we, we, he desires so, so much that we would walk in relationship with him. And what can happen is we can have a touch from God and then we go back and we live the same lifestyle. We go back and we do the old. But God is wanting us as a people to respond to him, to walk with him, to be real with him. This is how we live a life with the Holy Spirit. Number one, we've got to unplug. We've got to unplug from the things of this world. We've got to detox I mean, look at yourself. Are we, what do we get more of? Is our menu more of this or our menu more of this? You know, what, what do we fill ourselves up with? A scary thing is if you go into your phone, you can actually turn on tracking and it tracks your screen time and it tells you how many apps, how many hours you spend on each app, how many hours a day. It will blow your mind and uh, you'll freak yourself out and think, man, I am, uh, if I was paid the minimum wage for the time I spent on my phone, I'll be a millionaire, you know. But uh, we need to unplug. We need to unplug from the things of this world and give time to the things of God. It's so important. And second area of this is we need to be attractive to the Holy Spirit. We don't want to, like we can do stuff that can make us unattractive to Him. The way we live, what comes out of our mouths, the stuff that we say, the, the lifestyle that we live when we know God's calling us to unplug and focusing on Him and we, we reject that, we uh, don't make time for God. That makes us unattractive to the Holy Spirit. But you know what makes us attractive? This is the last point that living a lifestyle with the Holy Spirit is that we are real, is that we come to God real. And sometimes we don't approach God because we think we don't know how to. We think we're not in a good condition to speak to God. We think, oh, I'm not in a good place with God, so I'm not going to talk with Him. But I tell you what, the best way to talk to God, the best way to be with God is being real. And just unplugging, finding a time alone. Say, Lord God, this is me. Had a rough day. I've um, such and such said this to me and it, it really hurt. I've, um, I'm struggling with finances. I don't know what to do. My, uh, I'm struggling with the relationships of my family, my kids. I've got worries and unload your worries, unload your burdens. Just get real with God. 
just get real with Him. And sometimes you have to, we think we have to do this big introductory prayer and thank for the weather and thank for this, this, this. No, no, no. Let's just open up and be real. Be real with Him. Because this is it. We are His kids. We are His kids. Like when I go see Dad in the morning, I'm like, Thank you, Dad, for raising me. Thank you for giving me a roof on my head. Thank you for putting food on the table. Thank you for speaking life into me. Nice to see you, Dad, today. And then we begin, no, 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 he's Dad. I'm like, what's up, Dad? How's it going? Um, you know, this, this, this. And we just be real with each other. Like, we're real in our friendships with one another. Why can't we just be real with our best friend, the Holy Spirit? Why can't we be real with Him? Because He wants to be real with us. And when we, I tell you, it's the best thing we can hear the voice of God. As uh, we get so much clarity over our situations, and we think, oh, He only speaks about church stuff or spiritual stuff. No, 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 no. When we're in our work, and we're like, because sometimes work is like hell on earth. And if you're working hard, and it's a good thing, like we should just work, like eight till four, we should just work our guts out. You know what I mean? And uh, don't take sick days. No. Um, but, you know, just get in there, work out, guts out. We come home feeling satisfied because we worked hard. Um, but, you know, it can be tough, and we can put in stressful situations, and sometimes the thing is just on us. And, uh, and we think, man, what am I going to do? There's time pressures and everything. Talk to the counselor, the Holy Spirit. Talk to the, talk to the best businessman ever. He made, it, he made, like, wealth rain from heaven. He gave mana to the Israelites raining from heaven. He is a no lack. He's... Man, and talk to the Holy Spirit and say, I need help in here and let the peace of God guide us. Don't let worry guide us, but walk in the Holy Spirit. If you enjoyed this message, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. We'd also love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Celebration Raro or visit our website celebration.atonga.com. Until next time.